Hello. This is the really, really, really slow podcast. I'm here with our guest, the slowest man in the world. Okay, we better stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. I killed that. I'm proud of that. That was pretty good, folks. Hey, hey, that was <laughs> that was pretty respectable, you know? Uh, we didn't use any any post effects on that. That was all natural. Um, all, all, that was all Michael right there. So there all go. natural well, we Michael. Put out a Peter McKinnon yes, uh, SSX yes, yes. pack, you know? Yes. Uh, dear listeners, this is, of course, luckily for you and us, not the slowest podcast in the world. It's like one of the, you know, I don't know, fast, it's a pretty fast podcast, I guess. It's an hour-long podcast, you know? Some podcasts, they're too long. Three hours, no, mm-hmm. it's too long for a podcast, you know? But uh, but our podcast, you throw it on, you listen to it, it's, uh, it's great. I think so, anyways. What do you think, Michael? What do you think of our podcast? Yeah, you know, it's like... I think it's like middle of the pack, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's not too good, low, it's not too good high, mid, but good you know. mid-tier podcast. Steady. Yeah, it's yeah. steady. It's reliable. You know, comes out every mm-hmm. week, pretty much. Yeah. So it's true. So true. that's pretty rad. Uh, what do you want to talk about today, man? Today, uh, we are talking about uh, a little uh, bundle of software, specifically two pieces oh. that exist within that bundle of software. Jared, yeah. we're talking oh. about Photoshop. Lightroom. We are talking. I just knocked my mic. Talking about knocking mics. We're talking about knocking mics here. And uh, yeah, you know what those both mean in the grand scheme of life. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But first, I think we need some musical inspiration. Oh, uh, you're right. To get us going through this digital (laughs) journey, right, Jared? Yeah, dude, we do. We do need some music. That's a great point, Michael. I've uh, luckily I have some music right here. Oh, Oh. That is convenient. Okay. You ready to go? I'm born. Here we go. Got some music for you guys. Uh, we're going to take it out of the singer-songwriter uh, era of photo bros. We're going to take it out of the classic rock. Here's a, a pretty, a pretty uh, hopefully good rendition of a song that might surprise you. All right. Here we go. They see me taking some photos I know that they're thinking that I'm shooting dirty Trying to catch me 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 shooting dirty dirty. I got a Sony and a Canon 
I know that they're not gonna catch me riding dirty, trying to catch me shooting dirty, trying to shooting dirty, trying to catch me shooting dirty, trying to catch me shooting dirty. I tried to add in some some, some background vocals. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. Oh my! I'm sorry. Were you not done? No, we're good. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I was at the end there. I was like shooting dirty, and and then I used pause for a second. I'm like, I, I forgot the latency is gonna fuck this. <laughs> no, we got it. That was about as good as that was gonna be. That was dope. <laughs> I loved it. That was great. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about a couple of little pieces of software that Michael mentioned earlier that are very important for my life and Michael's. If it wasn't for this software, we'd probably have a pretty hard time uh, buying food to eat. So kind of mm-hmm. relying on this stuff as much as uh, we might complain about Adobe sometimes, Michael. You know what? At the end of the day, I'm recording this on Adobe Audition. I'm gonna edit uh later some videos in adobe premiere and when i edit photos michael just like you and probably most of the people listening to this podcast unless they're big weirdos we use photoshop and lightroom <laughs> right buddy that is that's right man that's yeah true. the adobe suite is just it is so convenient and i think it's where they lock you in and i know like you said there are a lot of faults that people give it I certainly yell at my 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 computer at least two to three times a week, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. while actually you know really directing those towards Adobe. Um, but yeah, you know just the way it, it it like it flows together, right? Like you said, you can work on Audition, throw that over in Premiere. You know, you can even do some uh, interesting like blending with Photoshop and Premiere. The way that they communicate with each other is really powerful, and that's why you often see people with a photo editing workflow that kind of goes between Lightroom and Photoshop. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, for sure. I kind of wanted to, uh, you know, to give you guys a little peek behind the curtain. I wanted to make this a more like adversarial episode where I'm kind of team Photoshop and Michael's team Lightroom. Uh, we kind of realized that it doesn't really make a lot of sense. You really have to use both. They they, <laughs> kinda, they, they complement each other in really good ways. And as much as like, I feel like Adobe has kind of tried to take the best aspects of Lightroom, like things that they've developed for Lightroom and kind of bring them into Photoshop. And then, you know, similarly the other way around. But I still find that, yeah, like there's certain things that Lightroom does a lot better than Photoshop and and certain things that, uh, you know, Photoshop does better than Lightroom and really using them together. uh, You know, no spoilers, we'll get into it. But like usually Lightroom first and then Photoshop is kind of how I tend to approach it. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's a good place to start is with uh, Lightroom itself and maybe some of the the best things about Lightroom if you want to start there. Maybe we can trade off. You can do one and I can do one. A good thing about Lightroom or how you use Lightroom. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I think, like Jared mentioned, I don't, I don't think this is something that's going to change too, too much. But, of course, I do want to preface before we start that this is just our workflow. Um, you might have something that's different, but the cool thing is when we get to communicate and learn from each other. So... Uh, oh, if you don't do it exactly this. like this, you're a hundred percent. You should quit. You should quit photography if you don't. You do should it. try wood carving. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> get into three uh, uh, D printers and three <laughs> D printers would be interesting. Uh, let me know. I need I need some three D printing hookups. Uh, but yes. you know, yeah, like Jared kind of uh, led to earlier. The first thing I typically do is dump my batch of photos nice. uh, from my set into Lightroom. Right? Yeah, um, as, as get, raw photos. Yeah. You just exactly you dump it all in there. And um, I guess 
you know, one thing that I get to uh, get a lot of value out of Lightroom with, and I'm sure a lot of you guys do as well. There's a lot of different filtering options and I utilize that a lot to filter down or I guess like uh, uh, go through organized. the process yeah. of elimination yeah. of, of yeah, yeah. what photos am I keeping going through, you know, uh, a one color code, maybe it's red and go, okay, these are photos that are in focus. And then from there going, okay, switch that over to the next color code. Okay. Well, um, okay. Now which of these photos are duplicates and, and you know, which ones are, are kind of the best of the, of, of those duplicates and really narrowing it down using the filtering systems that they have. And that's kind of the beautiful aspect of just having the ability to look at all of your photos at once yeah. fairly easily. Yeah, having that like overall view uh, for sure way better than what you can do uh, with Photoshop. You probably just have to like organize them in like a folder or something and then try to import them into Photoshop one at a time. It would be like an absolute nightmare. And that's like where Lightroom, I think, is really uh, thriving is like bringing in those raw photos, organizing them. Michael likes to use the color thing. I usually use the like five star rating system mm -hmm. where you can like so you have like your best photos at the top. But it, do it doesn't really matter. Like anyway that you find to um, to organize the, the best way for you. I think that's great. Uh, next after that, I guess, once you bring that in, I find that like Lightroom does have uh, a lot of ease, um, a, a really good workflow when it comes to like adjusting things like highlights, contrast, uh, balancing colors. Um, even there are quite a few great presets uh, in Lightroom, you know, and we've kind of talked to that on the show, like not relying too much on those or if you are going to use presets or even like download presets from other photographers or whatever, uh, make sure that you are still kind of fine tuning those or adjusting them. Um, Lightroom will just edit your photos. There's like a literal auto yeah. <laughs> button, which can kind of give you a benchmark. But uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, there's also like reducing grain and and sharpening and Adding it. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's a good point. That? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean that that was like I think we're spot on. Same same kind of flow at least for now. Like you know finding uh, finding an editing style that works for the batch, right? It's really it's what's really nice about having it all accessible mm, to you yeah. right there is that you can try something here go two images down and go okay this doesn't work actually yeah dude and then and finding it, something that's sorry go ahead and assuming that you shot them with like similar settings yeah. you can actually just like literally press control i love that feature you can like control copy and like you can literally like select the rest of them and like paste that over and then yeah you're gonna have to go in and fine tune but yeah sorry to interrupt you i just like got excited <laughs> no no for sure it's it's you're so right and i think Oh man, there's one more thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to add this. I'm going to add this okay. as one of the points later on. I'm go I was going to go into it, but um, I'll just move on to my next point. But great, great <laughs> point there. Obviously great to have that accessibility to, to reference all these different images yeah. to see what is consistently the best look for, for yeah. the batch. So yep. for sure. Um, the next thing I was going to say um, was you have you know, a bunch of different settings outside of color as well that are yeah. very powerful. Um, not even moving from out of that, that tool toolkit there. Um, you have curves. Um, oh, nice. So you can yeah. go in and flatten your blacks, flatten your whites. If you're trying to make something look really cinematic and beautiful, you can play with contrast. If you really understand um, the curve, the curve system there, yeah, that, that not, gets a bit I'm complicated. Great. I'm not great with that stuff. <laughs> I pretty much use it to, use it to flatten 
the, yeah. the tops and bottom, like nice. the, the whites and blacks. But, um, you know, you have, like Jared mentioned, yeah, you have the ability to remove grain, but you also have the ability to add grain. True. Um, True. I've been working on a photo set recently. It's been a personal uh, passion project of mine. And, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm adding grain because I'm trying to replicate a film or, or an, and that aspect of a film that was shot in the 90s. And there was film grain. And they... Yeah, yeah made sure that there was a lot of film grain even in that film it's very in your face it had to be existent within the image and not to have to go and pull each one into photoshop instead just apply that filter like jared said if i have the ability to just copy and paste across maybe at least one part of that set where we were shooting in the same area super powerful to be able to do that uh, and then i guess just one more thing within that toolkit without even having to sh change to healing or masking yeah. or anything like that yeah. is you also have the ability of course to uh, if you're shooting on a wide angle lens, just click a button and it makes it, it, it eliminates that weird warp that's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Lots of things that like can happen very, very quickly in Lightroom that would take you a long time to mm -hmm. do somewhere else. Uh, another thing, like just in regard to color that I just want to pull this out because it's something that like I've sort of had a breakthrough on in Lightroom where like mm -hmm. I always wanted a particular, like, <clears throat> let's say that you shoot a photo and you really want to bring out like the blues and the oranges right kind of go for like that mad max uh <laughs> type of vibe like the teal and or it's a very popular like cinematic look right um i i found it very easy within lightroom to um just to, like get into each individual color and like decide mm. you know how i want that orange tone to look and then how i want to pull it out more and then also grab those blues make them a little more teal play with them a little bit more, just like, you know, giving you that extra level of control. You know, there's still color balance. You can get a little bit more, you know, orange or blue, or you can get a little bit more green or whatever. Um, but to be able to like grab individual colors in Lightroom and like play around with those uh, definitely can like help you in terms of like that image that you see in your head and you want that on that photo and you're like, oh, how do I get it? Like a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah, it's fine tuning different colors, like picking them out. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I love that you brought that up and I'm upset at myself for not bringing that up. That's why we're, why we're co-hosts, buddy boy. It's why we're co-hosts. You know, I have this saying with my girlfriend that we only need one brain to work at a time. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's kind of, it's kind of working here. Um, <laughs> but no, you're like, when you guys look at some of these images on Instagram and, you know, Peter McKinnon is a great example of that. Everyone here knows of him. He has this, you know, tendency to like, you know, flatten some colors and amplify others, like, in, and really make them feel rich because they're standing out. There's that contrast that we've talked about earlier on other episodes. A lot of that comes down to, you know, what shade, what, what, you know, shade of green do I want? Do I, do I want this green to lean a bit more aqua? Do I want this to, and you see a lot of these images on Instagram where, you know, you have this like mix of cyan and gold and, yeah. or deep brown. And it, it's very popular, you know, and that's because they're literally just going over to these sliders and sliding them, sliding them over. And you might already know about this, guys. Obviously, this is something that people uh, have played with. But actually, for me, you know, playing around with Lightroom for the first year or so, I didn't really touch that area yeah. of, light, yeah. of Lightroom, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, total. that's a great point to bring up. Um, the next thing I wanted to bring up, though, on my side was the presets. Okay, sick. Um, now, of course, there are people, you can buy presets from people, right? And, you know, we don't have presets <laughs> that we're, we're selling. And 
and but you know there are guys like like i've already mentioned peter like chris how anybody that you basically look at as an influencer pretty pretty much has uh has these presets i don't really use that much i don't use it for that as much what i'll do is you know if i'm if i have a client this is a fairly consistent setup you know we're in a controlled environment and we're able to pretty much replicate for the most part i mean you have to go in and, and adjust a little bit of course but you know to be able to just first time make those edits save these um save these preset save this all these settings to a preset and then next time you go and shoot you apply it and then you go okay well actually i just need to punch up the the shadows a bit more or just adjust the brightness the exposure just a little bit and but you're good you know it drastically drastically speaks up uh sorry speeds up your um editing time uh with that repeat work for sure yeah and that's what it's all about is like finding you know quick repeatable things where you still get that wow factor but you're not there like every single day editing that photo like if every photo takes you an hour to edit to get the look like you're in trouble right like you need (laughs) you need to be able to like get good stuff out there but still be like pretty efficient about it you know so yeah Yeah. especially if you know sometimes clients want a lot of photos and they need it delivered pretty quickly so yeah um i've got kind of a transitional bit out of this into photoshop if you want to or is there anything else that you want to kind of say on lightroom there is there is um i confuse i confuse it into one point but if you if you have one more thing about lightroom specifically then you can go okay i'll go i'll go with my last point on lightroom and if it's the same as your last point then we're good and if not then um then we'll keep going i mean we're only like 20 minutes into the podcast here so you know yeah we're gonna keep going yeah, and we're we got a good pace going. We're not going to slow it down as much as we did at the start of the podcast. At any point. So here's another thing. That's what Nikon announcements sound like to me. Just like <laughs> the guys who speak at spelling bees. You know what I mean? Can you yeah, spell they hope- excitement? Nikon yeah. user yeah. base. Oh man, I can't. I can't name you anyone who's more excited than Nikon. Like that is, <laughs> that is just the exclamation mark. Um, yeah. Anywho, uh, yeah, they should change their logo and put an exclamation mark at the end. Nikon. Mm. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, the last thing that I just wanted to say on Lightroom is that I do find like when it is time to export and uh, send those files to the client, like it's super, uh, super easy, really great workflow within Lightroom to just. Uh, export those files you've got like settings for small jpegs large jpegs obviously you can like export those original huge files if you want uh yeah it just kind of depends on how you're going to want to use those photos if you're sending like full res ones to the client or if you're just posting them on social media or whatever but a nice thing is that you can like uh like select a bunch of them and then like export them all at once rather than having like click through them all and like export individually, which would be a huge uh, pain in the ass. And yeah, you can also, uh, you know, transitional part here. I think Michael might have one more thing on Lightroom, uh, but then, you know, for uh, like using the clone stamp and, you know, different things like that. Uh, I like to, you know, the heel br- uh, brush or whatever as well. I like to do that stuff in Photoshop. So then I'll just like, uh, you can kind of right click there and just like move it right into Photoshop, uh, which is pretty simple and yeah, pretty efficient to do as well. Yeah, no, for sure. And one thing that you'll find very interesting, obviously, is just the fact that like, 
this is where some of me and Jared's kind of workflows change up a little bit, right? So uh, for me, I like to just live inside of Lightroom as, as as long as possible. I've set up camp there. There's a fire going, and I'm all warm and toasty. He's, he's wearing slippers. He's got a hot chocolate. <laughs> Literally, marshmallows are in it. It's got to have the marshmallows. Chocolate and, shaving um, on the top there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously, Jared, as we'll kind of go into as we talk about Photoshop, you know, goes in and... Um, you know, kind of takes advantage of the specialist features there, you know, and, and a lot a lot of those features do sprinkle down and exist from within Lightroom, just at not the not at the extent that um, you can dive in uh, when you're in Photoshop. But um, for me, a lot of the edits that I'm doing aren't too, too intensive. Um, you know, maybe I'm cleaning up some hair off of someone's jacket. Uh, maybe I'm doing some digital ironing. I know a lot of you probably know what I'm talking about and that can be a painful five hour, six hour, uh, uh, experience there. Um, but you know, a lot of those tools that I also like to take advantage of, um, I know Jared, I'm pretty sure you had something uh, on this as well, but just around some of the new features where you can select out the sky, you can select out, um, you know, a subject in, in the image. Uh, and you know, it's not to the extent in Photoshop, Photoshop, again, you're going to be able to, to do a bit more there. And we'll talk about that, but in Lightroom, it's more so like select this guy, make that a layer that I can color and edit. Um, and then, you know, on the brush tool, a lot that you can do there for like localized call, um, you know, brightness settings and color settings, um, or edits, I mean. Um, so yeah, just a lot that you can do in Lightroom if you want to just stay there, you feel very invested and you, you're kind of in this flow and want to go. But you know, as we kind of switch over to Photoshop now, you'll see why there is definitely a good buddy, buddy, uh, or I guess good, uh, not going to say good cop, bad cop. What is it? Buddy cop <laughs> relationship, uh, that exists why are between they, the two. Why do they have to be cops? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just, there's a lot of cop analogies, I guess. And I got confused, but, uh, that's not be confused by Photoshop and, uh, how powerful that is. And just kind of to the extent that you can go there. Right. Yeah, sometimes you need to uh, move into Photoshop. I guess that threshold different for different people. I'm really comfortable with Photoshop uh, because, you know, uh, Photoshop and I are actually the same age. So we've <laughs> been uh, using Photoshop for a long time. Actually, uh, not a lot of people know this, but I was one of the very first people to use Photoshop uh, the night I was born. Mm -hmm. I asked for a laptop with Photoshop and to design a pretty good logo for the hospital. So that was kind of the the beginning of, uh, of my career, you know, but uh, yeah, I do find that like with the with the clone stamp uh and you know the healing brush and things like that i do find that they work a little bit better uh in photoshop at least for me the main thing that i'm going to be doing uh is just like cleaning up you know small things blemishes on people's faces uh mostly hair that's the big part right oh. uh yeah like hair hair is always you know going to be temperamental it's going to be blowing around and stuff like that no matter what you do uh especially since i shoot a lot like outdoors when i'm doing lifestyle and kind of portrait stuff i, I tend to be shooting outdoors and yeah not a lot of things that you can do to control the hair there's just going to be a bit of that kind of touching that up 
cloning it out. Um, there are some AI-powered uh, interesting things that they have developed recently in Photoshop with uh, some new updates. The sky replacement tool is really cool. Like you can literally like change out the sky to a totally different sky. They have like ones that are in there already that you can use, uh, but you can also like use any image as the sky. So if you want to have like some crazy tie-dye sky in your photos or whatever, I don't know. Uh, mm. I want to put some big Godzilla monsters fighting, whatever you want to do. You can do that with the sky replacement in Photoshop. Uh, and there's also like, yeah, like removing red eye and different things like that, which is pretty, pretty simple to do. Quick side note. I, uh, I collect a lot of movies, uh, in, in especially when H- HMV was around, that was a dangerous place. Oh for me. yeah. Um, and so one time I went to HMV and I saw they had, you know, obviously the Godzilla films had just started being recreated mm-hmm. and it was uh, a collector's edition and, but it had a button on it and it would have Godzilla roaring and it was rough because like, you know, obviously my piles of movies, sometimes that Godzilla film would end up underneath other movies. Uh-oh. And so every once in a while you just hear like a roar, a Godzilla roar from like the <laughs> other end of the room and you're like, what's going on? <laughs> um but yeah no definitely a good point there you can add in godzilla you can add in whoever you want there maybe sonic the hedgehog uh you just have the ability to sure, go yeah. that extra step there uh and really i think like fully fulfill the artistic vision that you have mm-hmm. right Light, lightroom's going to get you real close and then in photoshop you can go in and really uh put the cherry on top yeah for um sure. for sure um, and, you know, that was definitely a point I had here, which is around like, you know, playing with multiple exposures or blending in images uh, in general. Um, one thing that I know that Jared can definitely speak to is, um, you know, just the ability to do graphics and, and ads and posters. You know, you can get those images that you've you know done some work to and now you can start utilizing them to use online. Um, and uh, yeah, you know you can set up for print, you can do all that different stuff, set up your bleeds. Um, it's just, it's, it's kind of, it can be that end tool that, that last piece that you go to, to master quote unquote master, um, that, that image and, and then, um, you know, get everything ready to go out and, and print it for you or, or, you know, export and put out online. Um, but Jared, yeah, I definitely love to hear a bit, you know, kind of your experience here. Cause I know that you have a lot more with that than I do. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, you know, coming from a more like graphic design background, obviously like these days I do a lot more photo video work. I still do a bit of design, but yeah, when you need to, uh, bring some like, uh, graphic design elements, maybe you want to create some kind of like a composite photo or you want to like make the, take out the whole background, make it red or whatever. Uh, you want to like put some text on it, stuff like that. Maybe you are making a poster or something for social media. Yeah. Especially for like, um, integrating text and whatnot into your images, like Photoshop really excels there. Uh, you got all your different fonts there. You have the ability to like space out your letters, totally customize things. Um, obviously the ability to like add drop shadows, add bevel, change like the colors around. You can use your brushes. You can do that like thing that every single like, uh, movie and video game where they have like the sketchy, uh, font or whatever with like, there's little kind of patches that are cut off of it. Like that type of stuff you can do. Uh, pretty easy with like pretty easily with Photoshop brushes and things like that. So yeah, like for pure photography, uh, a lot of the time, you know, Lightroom is going to get you by, you can just pretty much export out of Lightroom and send those to your clients. But yeah, if you're doing something like, you know, 
getting a little bit uh, more into like the marketing and you know social yeah. media posters, banners, all that type of stuff. Uh, yeah, you're probably going to need to learn some Photoshop. Yeah, for sure. I think um, you know one thing that's really fun about Photoshop is just you know that layer piece um, and yeah. just the different ways that you can play with that, right? Um, you know, sometimes and that this might not apply to a lot of of uh of the creatives listening uh but you know sometimes when you want to do some stuff that's really conceptual you know if you have a long period of time to dedicate you can do some really interesting conceptual work from within photoshop you know you can get you know some images that reference kind of the structure of what you're going for and they get some other images to reference kind of you know the the texture that you're looking for and then the and then playing around with the different brushes and gradient tools to create the right lighting to make that look real um, you know, me personally working uh, in marketing over at, uh, one of my previous jobs. I was going to say their name. I'm like, I'm not going to say their name. Um, <laughs> not unless they I, give I, us, if they send us some money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know if our, our markets necessarily line up, but even uh, <laughs> for sure, I would have to do a lot of these. You know, well, we're this is an money, idea we we're have. We're in the money market. You know, we'd like to get yeah. some money for stuff. So yeah. I guess like, and as a very quick example, just to give you guys an idea, because I know a lot of people, again, probably haven't had the ability or need really to, to go to this extent. Yeah. I w- at the place I was working at, you know, obviously the, the pandemic hit and uh, there was a big rush for ventilators. And so we were uh, a company that developed like test solutions for um, like auto industry and stuff like that. And so we want we, we saw an opportunity because there was like a lot of similarities in, in kind of the stuff that our stuff would test for and also the, the, the stuff that would be needed to test for ventilators. Hmm. And so we had this kind of idea overnight and then we had a couple meetings and then it was like, this is sort of what we want it to look like. Get to some terrible drawings, went in, got some box freezers, got some like, you know, st- uh, stainless steel material images, got all these different things, spent hours shading stuff and uh, maybe if there's a way for us to link it, I can, I can share it. It was, it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, and it was online, so it's not, it's not like confidential or anything, Cool. but you do have the ability to really like even just create what's not there. If that makes sense. Yeah. You, you know? can get like very, very creative with it and kind of do more of like a digital collage approach. Right. And yeah, yeah. that can be really interesting and, uh, yeah, set you apart as well. Like if so many other people are just, you know, not going that extra step, just editing their images and, you know, you can bring something special to it. Uh, I did want to say as well that like I find that the lasso tool is super useful mm. in Photoshop. There's like the straight up lasso, but there's also like the magnetic one and like the angular one uh, that can do a lot of work for you. It's not perfect, obviously, but it is getting better. And like, yeah, when you need to cut out an image, uh, you know, maybe you're making uh, hockey cards. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you got to cut out that uh, hockey player, put him on there. Uh, you know, that Maple Leaf player. Uh, they're uh, Leaf still doing good, Michael? I don't know. I don't follow it. I heard uh, they're doing good. They are second or first in the league right what? now. What? Yeah, in yeah, the, in the league? In the league. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's impressive, man. Yeah, that's our boys. Don't worry. Don't worry. They're, they're not making a pass first round, but, but yeah. you know, it looks, <laughs> it looks good on paper for sure right now. <laughs> Michael doesn't want to get his hopes up uh, too much. No. But, yeah. But, no. uh, yeah, this isn't a, a sports podcast. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like uh, the other thing that I wanted to say, like I did mention that, you know, you can use all of these, uh, especially, you know, Lightroom as well, but especially Photoshop. Like you can use the tools within that to get very creative and create like very unique things and, you know, kind of explore your own expression, your own creativity. Uh, but also, you know, when it comes to making some money, like, 
it is important to utilize these tools. Sometimes I find myself like really getting into like the the nitty gritty of these tools when I need to replicate something for a client, right? Like when a client already has kind of a pre-established look or a pre-established brand going. Uh, yeah, that's when like those tools of of both like Lightroom and Photoshop where you're like, okay, what do I have within these? It's yeah, it's like it's just a toolkit for you, right? That's why it's like kind of dumb to I'm glad that we didn't end up making it like an adversarial thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, you have to only use Photoshop or whatever. Um, yeah, they just like complement each other very well. And, you know, you can get that whether that is like the the vision that you have as a creative and as an artist that you want to like get that photo that's that's what I truly love is like when you have a vision and you realize it or maybe you know that client's vision of like I want something that looks like this and if you're able to give that to them uh you know and then being able to communicate that to you is a, is a different thing <laughs> but if, you know, <laughs> if you're able to uh to deliver that then you know they're not really going to be looking anywhere else for a photographer at that point so yeah yeah that's a beautiful thing about this adobe suite is it just it it gives you all the tools that you need. There is some time invest, of course, in needing to understand how to use them to, to their, you know, not even their full extent. Like, cause I don't think we, I don't think we're, we're even using it to its full extent, just no. seeing some of the work that people do on there, but just being comfortable enough to obviously, you know, understand what it can do for you. Um, but what, there is one more tool that I want to, okay. to just surprise you guys with. Is there okay, another, okay. Uh, thing you want to add there on the Photoshop side or no, I'm pretty good, man. What are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. So one tool that Adobe's released, I'm going to say within the last four to five years, um, that's in my, through my eyes and, and through my workflow in a lot of cases, especially on YouTube has become kind of the third piece of this, this kind of this, of this tandem. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, it's a piece that is not actually downloadable unless you have it on your phone, you can use it mobile, but it, on the desktop, it's actually a browser app and, okay, and it is called Adobe spark. Okay. So a lot of the stuff that we were just talking about with posters and graphics and social media, mm -hmm. uh, uh, collateral that you want to you know share on, on posts. Um, you can do that from within Adobe Spark, and that's what it's oh, all about. Nice. And so it is, you know, if you're someone who... So it's like a Can um, Canva type of situation, right? It's kind of like a Canva situation. And the nice thing about it is it is free. That's my the uh, terrible band name, Canva <laughs> Situation. The Canva Situation. <laughs> oh, what about the Canvas Situation? And Still it's just bad. artists trying to understand what they want to put out nope. in the world. You know what I nope. mean? No. Nope. Okay. It's I try. I try. <laughs> um, but it's a really cool piece of software. I used it a lot for every almost like honestly, no, not even almost every single thumbnail that I've created in the past oh, wow. three years, I'd oh, say yeah, at dude. least have wow. all been. Yeah. From from the reaction channel to to the Michael M. Costa channel, it's it's all been done there. And it's um, a really nice templated system. You can create your own. Uh, templates, but people are constantly making new things. You can go there and reference it. Um, good wide uh, free image base too, if you need to reference some stock image. Um, so yeah, really cool, great piece that just can be part of that flow. Now uh, it is free, but if you have, um, so sorry, it is free if for the folks that I know have Adobe Photoshop and Lightroom, but don't maybe really have Adobe <laughs> Photoshop uh, in Lightroom. Uh, but if you do uh, pay for uh, the piece yeah. of software, which we, of course, always recommend on the it, Photo yeah. Bros show. I, I, uh, I don't pay, pay for I it I don't there. pay full price, but I pay for it. 
There you go. Uh, yeah. But we pay for it, and so we get the full extent of it. So yeah. you will find there are some limitations on the free tier, but um, if you're already paying for Photoshop or Lightroom or even you know the bundle there, you will get access to the full suite, and it is a lot of fun to work with. Adobe Spark. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. man. Yeah, and there are uh, mobile versions as well. I guess we should mention that too. Uh, there's yeah. definitely a mobile version of Lightroom, and I like pretty sure that there's a mobile yeah. version of photoshop yeah i know there's express but i think they also yeah. came out with you, at least for the, the iPad of photoshop. you heard the confidence in my voice there right eh? i'm pretty sure <laughs> you, you, the more confidence someone gets the higher their pitch goes right that's how it goes <laughs> yeah I'm pretty, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that i know what i'm talking about pretty sure <laughs> that's what all the confident guys in, in the 90s films sounded like right that is right bro yeah uh, but yeah anyway and you know not to i guess we should make the point as well you know and that's good yeah. i'm glad that you brought up uh, spark which is a free uh software you know if you're just getting into photography like obviously don't feel pressured that you have to you know use this software uh don't feel pressured that you even have to use a camera just freaking shoot on your phone and edit yeah. on your phone if you want like you don't have to use this stuff it's just that you know once you once you want to take it to that next level, you know, when you want to start like fine tuning things, as we've talked about here, you know, Michael wanting to get a particular look and, you know, me wanting to get a particular look and kind of express ourselves or, you know, whatever we need to do. Maybe maybe it's make money. Maybe it's please client. Maybe it's a little bit of both. You know, like these are the things that we use. Um, we're used to that. Right. Uh, so if we try to like go back and use some of that free software, it can be pretty frustrating. But you know, don't let this be like a gatekeeping thing, I think is like an important thing that we always try to do on this podcast is like, you know, yeah, this is what we use and, and we like it. But, you know, don't get totally wrapped up in that. And, you know, obviously mm-hmm. these companies want you to like spend more money. But, you know, Adobe, I think like overall it is pretty, especially if you get like all of the apps um, and especially if you like call them on Boxing Day and haggle that price down a bit and kind of bug them. <laughs> um, it does become more worth it. I don't know if Adobe likes me to say that. <laughs> uh, so we're bumping gonna, your price back up yeah adobe <laughs> if you uh if you want us to not say that you're gonna have to send us some money for the podcast that's right <laughs> uh yeah that's pretty much what I, what I, what i got man uh do you got anything else before we i guess we got to talk about the contest right i did not time that well this is oh, was that a drum the, roll that was a drum i totally uh, there you go i don't know Okay, so anyways, we'll just we'll just skip the whole drum roll there, but um, we do want to announce the winners, obviously. And so in third place, so this is obviously talking about that cleaning kit. It's a really good mm-hmm. kit. You got all the tools you need to keep your camera and lenses spick and span. Uh, so congratulations to Zare Zeno Zorg Zorg Vlog vidden at gmail.com uh, we only have email addresses just so you guys know uh, at the moment so but we will email you and make sure that you know that you've won your cleaning kit along with your other our other two winners um which in second place and uh you're winning a beautiful uh 4k capable sd card 128 gigs tons of space for you there Sick. uh it is sabsack3 at hotmail.com <laughs> nice, nice um so congratulations to you and then in first place winning the gimbal itself Ooh. congratulations Ooh, gonna get to play what are the what are the things they could do again they could do uh sonic the cheetos. hedgehog crunchy cheetos you got yeah, greets on there the, you mm. can get a hot chocolate delivered you can use them as skates uh, yes i think that's most of it 
That's oh, most it stabilizes, of it. Oh. stabilizes your camera. Stabilizes. Oh, your I knew phone. There was one. There was another thing. Your phone, right? I thought it stabilizes you as a human being. But um, <laughs> this is uh, congratulations uh, to Adith Yaraj9 at gmail.com. Uh, you have won the gimbal. We will obviously again email all of you individually, uh, letting you know that you have won prizes in this contest thank you guys so much for being part of this honestly um you know we had 293 uh entries so not necessarily the contestants the contestants specifically but you know everyone was really engaged and and really got the podcast around you know really joined us on our journey and we're starting to see you know that really reflect in some of the views already as as the giveaway started we started to see some more uh views coming so it's really great to see that so thank you guys for for coming in um and uh yeah we'll do something i'm sure again but um you know for now we'll send these out and you know we'll, we'll uh keep making some shows wicked wicked uh before we want to get out of here uh every once in a while i'll do a random shout out it's not really a thing okay. that we do every single week uh but this week i do want to shout out a friend of mine uh peter hatch he has a dope podcast that I've been listening to a lot lately as I get uh, back into gaming culture a little bit. Uh, and, you know, goes hand in hand. I swear that we didn't name these um, purposely like this, but he's got his, his podcast is called The Nintendo Brothers. So pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, you can look up uh, Nintendo, Nintendo Bros uh, podcast on uh, all of those podcast places. Uh, and they talk about podcast uh, places. Yeah, they talk about Nintendo, uh, but they also talk about like other uh, video game news and stuff like that, which is pretty rad. Um, of course, there is the Masha and the Dogs podcast hosted by my fiance. Um, there is the Metal Nerd uh, channel. If you search Jared Pori on YouTube, you can find some content that I make. Uh, if you search Michael M. Costa on YouTube, mm-hmm. you'll find content that Michael is making. I think both of us have been a bit slacking on the uh, the YouTube content, but we'll both be back. <laughs> I've got some. I've got some scripts. I got some scripts right here. Uh, on hey, my phone and, I got uh, I got one ready to go too. Some I stuff too. To maybe yeah. uh, maybe another collab or whatever in the future. Uh, yeah, uh, if you guys do want to continue to help the podcast grow, uh, bring more people into the community and whatnot, that would be great. Uh, I think that the probably one of the best ways to do that is to follow us on social media, photo underscore bros underscore pod. An even better way than that to help the podcast grow is to give us a rating on iTunes. No, Apple Podcasts. It's not called iTunes anymore, Grandpa. It's called Apple Podcasts, Grandpa. <laughs> you need the hat. Where's the hat? <laughs> My grandpa. Grandpa hat. It's so worn out now. My grandpa hat, man. If anybody knows where I can get another grandpa hat, please uh, let me know. But uh, yeah, in, in the meantime, give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. Uh, it helps a lot. And uh, probably the thing that helps the most is just tell people if you like this podcast, if you think it's fun, uh, if you uh, get any anything at all out of this podcast, whether that be uh, education or edutainment then let edutainment it. hey that's the we can take that and make that our keyword that is ours <laughs>